and welcome to Connected, episode 311. It is made possible this week by our sponsors, Squarespace, Mint Mobile, and Pingdom. My name is Stephen Hackett, and I am joined by Mr. Mike Hurley. Hi. Hey. That's it? That's all you got? Wow, so much tension already. <laughs> look, there is no... Look, you we're guys at war today. Play right? to win. Wow. Yeah, we're at war today. This is... I'm not giving away anything. All you get from me is hi. Wow. Okay. Federico, how are you? Hi. Uh, I'm good. And unlike my co-host, I can talk to you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, maybe make follow-up go faster if you can't talk. It's still not good. saying anything. It's, it's just I silent. I don't even know if he's, he's still here. Oh, I'm he not left in the, the conversation. Show. You two are having a conversation. <laughs> you, you know, I'm, I'm biding my time. I, <laughs> I'm like all pointed words today. Only when needed. <laughs> mm. Okay. So uh, if you want, we can, we can call you back in like uh, 30 minutes. What, just when it's time for the rookies? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. You just, just sit and wait. Yeah. I can just go over yeah. my list and make sure it's all good. No, yeah. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. Sure, if that's what you think. Defending world champion. You're in it for a second place. It. Cool. Can I talk about St. Jude for a second? Please do. Yes. I would like to do that. So September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, and every year, uh, us at Relay and a bunch of our friends, uh, we spend time to uh, raise money and talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. So uh, what is a Children's Research Hospital, you may ask? Why, why do you need something like that? Well, uh, it turns out that cancer is the number one disease that kills young people. Uh, it is something that St. Jude, through their over 50 years of history, have gotten childhood cancer from a 20% survival rate to an 80% survival rate. So they've made incredible progress over the last five to six decades, but there's still so much more to do. And uh, you may think, well, Stephen, who... Uh, who put you in charge of talking about this? Well, let me tell you a little story. So now, 11 and a half years ago, my wife and I, we had our first child. And at his six-month healthy baby checkup, you know where they go and they like measure them and do all the stuff, uh, the doctor had some concerns. And we went really in about 72 hours from having a healthy baby boy, or we thought was a healthy baby boy, to uh, a baby boy that was undergoing a pretty extensive brain surgery to remove uh, what would be uh, a pretty large cancerous tumor. And that set off uh, the journey we're still on today. Uh, we went from that initial surgery to St. Jude, where he underwent 18 rounds of chemotherapy over the course of about two years, countless MRIs, physical therapy, occupational therapy, all the stuff that goes along with it. Because when you, when you treat cancer, there's a bunch of stuff you got to do. It's not just about the tumors, but all this, the knock-on effects, all this mm-hmm. stuff. And a couple things about that that are incredible. One... Uh, my son is now a cancer survivor. That's a word we get to use in our household now because he, through the the wonderful people at St. Jude, is in fifth grade now and is getting ready to turn 12. And to see him running in the backyard, playing with his younger brother and sister, uh, it's a miracle and it is a, uh, a miracle kind of brought into the world through St. Jude. But as incredible as that is, and it, and it really is incredible, St. Jude has never billed my family a dime for that care. We're talking 11 and a half years of care. Uh, It's ongoing. Like there are still things we are dealing with and St. Jude just takes care of us just like they do all of their other patient families. And they can do that because people like me and you donate and give to St. Jude. So if you go to stjude.org slash relay, 
We are in the middle of our campaign for them this year. Uh, as I record this, as I'm speaking right now, we are approaching $160,000 raised. Yes, we which are. Which is simply incredible. Come on, Simply everyone. incredible. Unbelievable. It is. Thank you. Uh, I have a little chart uh, showing the, how incredible it is because uh, the Apple community always gets behind this every year, which is really cool and really humbling. Uh, but this year in particular, it's uh, we've been off to a really good start. Uh, but there's a lot more to go. Um, next Friday, we will be hosting the second annual Podcastathon, a six-hour live video show on our Twitch channel, uh, where it's me and Mike hosting sort of a you know old-school telethon mixed with some sort of podcast extravaganza, having a bunch of relay hosts on. Jason Snell is doing a big thing for it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So that's on uh, Friday, September 18th from 2 to 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, intermix that they will be talking about St. Jude sharing a lot about the hospital. We have some really cool stuff planned this year. Like I can't wait to, to share with everybody what we've been working on. And this project has been going on since February. We've really put a lot of work into it this year with the people at St. Jude and Allsack, And we are super excited that everyone's on board. Uh, so go check it out. stjude.org slash relay. We had some follow-up about backhoes, uh, but I guess yes. most importantly, how was your excavator experience? Well, it was a backhoe. It was mm-hmm. not an excavator, mm-hmm. first of all. Um, it was good. We got the sewer line replaced, and uh, there's a big scar across my yard, and I'm probably going to have to put some more dirt in and definitely have to buy some more grass at some point. But uh, it was a successful two-day mission to <laughs> to replace all that piping deep, very far under my front yard. Um, but the most important part is, what is this machine called? And so uh, I talked to the guys about this. And then Dr. Drang, we have a, a link to a blog post he wrote in 2014 about this. And what the crew came to my house, at least, is a backhoe loader, uh, or backhoe for short. So it has the bucket like you know like you scoop things up bucket Mm -hmm. in the front and then the excavator like arm with smaller bucket on the back that's what they used to destroy my yard and uh it's a backhoe that's what they call it that's what it is it is distinct it seems like from these other wait 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 types of things you see there's an issue in the logic that i just want to confirm you said that's what they call it that's what it is those two things aren't necessarily the the name on Dr. Drang's post is uh-huh. backhoe loader. They just lop off the last word. It doesn't confuse it with anything else because the other thing is called an excavator. But how can we be right. so sure that Dr. Drang is telling the truth? And it's not just... Because he's a snowman. He can't lie. The collusion has begun. What if it, this is all like part of a big like uh, Q excavator conspiracy. Com- conspiracy type of deal? Yeah. Like They're so both part of big backhoe. <laughs> this is the deep excavation state. Yep. That we're facing wow. here. Mm-hmm. So six years ago, Dr. Drang wrote a, bl- wrote a blog post. We don't know and that. He could have written it two days ago and just dated it six years ago. Do any no. of us remember this back home yeah, post? Yeah, how can you even know? Did you read it six years Probably. ago? Probably. Okay, I don't know. I mean, the tweet of by Marco Arment that he's referencing doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, but I've like, deleted all my tweets twice. Like, that's not a thing. Yeah, but we all know how easy it is to fake a Twitter screenshot. Also, those are not screenshots. Those are like his custom Twitter embeds. Those are not screenshots. You see? So, and when you click on the link, it goes nowhere. So I'm leaning towards conspiracy theory here. This is all, this is a backdated article with tweets that were never actually sent. Yep. Yep. To further this theory of the backhoe uh, being the correct name for what is actually an excavator. And what are these other things? Like, what is a scraper? 
Like, have you ever seen a scraper? I just want to know why. You yeah, know, like, like, like that thing yeah. does not exist. It's like a, something no. from a video game. A scraper, a soil compactor. Like, this sounds like tools sh- straight out of Animal Crossing that don't sound like actual things. We're going to get to the bottom of this. We did in my front yard when I asked the guy who's done it for 50 years, what is this machine called? And he said tobacco. Neither of us were there mm, to corroborate the, this. The guy's in on the, on the thing. Well, I'm pleased that your your gardening and your plumbing situation has been resolved. Yes. I'm happy about it, that. Uh, so far, anyway. so good. Shall we move on to another piece of heavy equipment? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I put the wheels on my Mac Pro this weekend. <laughs> you sure <laughs> did, didn't you? Uh, I did it as a live stream, part of the uh-huh. Podcast-a-thon run-up. Uh, I, put, I put it over on the 512 YouTube channel, where people don't like it. I had to delete a lot of ugly comments from this. Um, Why? But whatever. What I don't know. People were people were upset that I guess things cost money. I don't know. Um, oh, people were donated, just upset that you paid the money for the wheels, right? I guess. Right. But I donated the same amount to St. Jude on the stream. Cool it, people on the internet. Uh, but I put them on. Mike, you watched it. Uh, some other people have seen it. I thought it was a lot of fun. The wheels are very nice. They're the nicest wheels you've ever seen. And uh, I'm excited that my Mac Pro can uh, wheel around my office now. Gray told me he watched it and enjoyed it too. Oh boy! You know when he's like, I hate when he's like, he secretly is in place, is at things, and you find yeah. out later on. Yeah, that's terrible. Yep, but he did. Like disapp- it, it was very good. I I also found it kind of funny that you had to nearly abandon it very soon, which was surprising to me because I feel like I know you very well. I'm surprised that you didn't know that you didn't have necessarily the tool that you needed before you started. Well, was I mean, a part of it was. I wanted to do it live, you know, as mm. the kids say. Mm-hmm. And I figured I have a bunch of tools. I have the whole iFixit kit. I'll be able to do this. And turns out uh. that the the little wiggly part I had, is you have to use a flexible screwdriver, wasn't quite the right size. To f- the, the wheels come with a bit from Apple. And I didn't yeah. want to use a different bit because, like, you know, this is maybe something weird. So I just had to run to my garage and get something else. And uh, it came together okay. Flexible screwdrivers is one of those things that I know how they work, but I also don't believe that they work. It hmm. seems so bananas that a screwdriver can bend. It's just there's it's something really about the, that to uh, me, which is very strange. It's really the backhoe of the toolbox is what you're saying. It sure is. It sure is. But I'm pleased. How do you find your wheels? You moving the computer around a lot now? What are you doing with it? No, I haven't. I haven't okay. moved it. Uh, it's very nice, though, when you do. I had it on the table. I was like, no, I need to sit you on the floor because you can roll now. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to stay put. But, yeah, it's uh, they're very, very nice. The Mac Pro is taller now. It's like an inch mm-hmm. taller, which is weird. But, you know, it's, uh, it's a rolling computer now. I guess it's a quick way to find out if you have on-level flooring, right? Yes, which I definitely do in this office. But this is on a rug, so it's got some friction. It's not going to go anywhere. Right. Just like one day you're working and you hear thunk as the Mac Pro just rolls into the wall. <laughs> or like, like my mouse and display get pulled to the back of the desk because the cables got <laughs> they tight. just fly off the desk. <laughs> that would be bad. It's the Mac Pro is just hurtling towards the door. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you find some fun things to do with it now that you've got wheels on it. Yeah, I think uh, I think there's some fun stuff to do. People have asked about the feet I took off of it. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna say you will see those soon. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. But they are still part of the the uh, five twelve universe, as right. they call it, the extended. Uh, the, you know, the 512 groupies. How many of them are there? 
It's just John Voorhees. Oh, there's just one. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Well, you know. He, he's got some pom-poms. One's black and one's orange oh to match the side. It's very nice. Oh you got to start small, right? You know? Yeah. You know, uh, what's his name? So the thing about a, a thousand true fans, and that seems impossible when you mostly write about dead computers. One true so, John. That's what you have. One true John. Yeah. Who needs a thousand true fans and you have one <laughs> true John? You need a thousand Johns. <laughs> also. Wow, can you imagine that? That's a lot of bumperios, mm-hmm. am I right? Basically, WWDC, a thousand Johns. Um, it's <laughs> anyway. actually quite true. Everyone's called John. <laughs> Too many Johns. There's everywhere. So I think that's follow up, guys. Mm-hmm. Are we done already? I think we've done it. Yeah, there wasn't much this week. Oh, cool. Not not that much. Okay, so we're done. So you can... we all just want to get to the Rickies. Everything before oh, the yes. Rickies begins, it's it's merely just taking up time until the Rickies start. So, like, right. let's keep this train on moving. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the next stop on the train is an advertisement. Let's do that. Okay. I feel like the advertisement is like you stop for a minute. You know, like the train's going to stop for a yeah. minute before it carries choo, on. Choo. Time to make some money. Okay. <laughs> it's the money train. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Connected is brought to you by Squarespace. Make your next move to Squarespace because it lets you easily create a website for your next idea. You get a unique domain name, you get to choose from award-winning templates, and much more. So think about what you may need for this new project. Maybe an online store, or a portfolio, or a blog, or photo gallery. All of this stuff is possible because Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that just takes care of this stuff for you. You don't have to become a server admin like Jason Snell and have to worry about installing things and patching things, upgrading things. Squarespace simply has all of that covered. They have award-winning 24-7 customer support if you need any help or have any questions. Let's you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name. And of course, all of those templates are beautifully designed for you to show off your work. Uh, Just this morning, I was in a Squarespace site that I built for a client earlier this year. They had a couple changes they needed to make, and it's super easy. You log in. I clicked on the page where I wanted to edit the content. I edited the content and moved on with my day. Squarespace really makes it fast to keep your site up to date. Their plans start at just $12 a month, but you can start a trial with no credit card required by going to squarespace.com connected. When you decide to sign up, use the offer code connected to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain and to show your support for the show. Once again, that's squarespace.com connected and the code CONNECTED to get 10% off your first purchase. I'd like to thank Squarespace for their support of the show and all of RelayFM. Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website. So on to some news. Uh, this broke yesterday. I'm looking at a uh, an article on MacStories.net mm. about Oprah's Book Club podcast. So mm-hmm. uh, back, I guess, last year... Last March, whenever Apple sort of rolled out their content plan, uh, Oprah was going to do a whole bunch of stuff, and this yep. is another one of those. Her book club, of course, is very famous. I remember, like as a kid, like you go into a bookstore and like the Oprah book club sticker on a book meant it was going to be sold out because she's very influential. Um, and now they are kind of launching from that, moving into podcasting. Yeah, this the 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 deal between Oprah and Apple is is different to the types of deals that Apple's been doing of other content creators. Where it's funny for me to call Oprah a content creator, I don't really think that that accurately describes Oprah Winfrey. But nevertheless, this is content 
she is creating it. Uh, but it was more of like an overall deal for everything. Like it's not just TV Plus, which Oprah is producing things to TV Plus, but right. it's books and podcasts and basically anything. You know, like if Oprah wants to make it, Apple will take it. Uh, that's fun. I might use that again. Um, I'm sorry. This can you is explain to me, like, what is the Oprah book club? Like a bunch of people read the same book that Oprah is reading? Yeah, and yeah. then there's like there will be like a, a it's like there's like a TV component, right? So and then so she'll talk about it, maybe have the author on and interview them, and it's kind of just like here is the book. You have a month to read the book. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. like a book club, but hosted by Oprah Winfrey, and you don't get to talk to her. I see. I see. Okay. So now there's an Oprah Winfrey podcast as well, um, as well as the many, many other things. But this is a, a book club podcast, and I'm sure it will be mm-hmm. just the first of many uh, podcasts that Oprah Winfrey produces for Apple. And you may be out there listening, thinking, this is the year of Stephen. Stephen talked about, in his annual picks, uh, Apple's content plans. Well, mm-hmm. it turns out, I thought this too. Yeah, you did. And uh, I was... I already have the point. Mm-hmm. I had the point in June, mm-hmm. but my round two pick for the annual predictions, Apple launches its own podcast content beyond Oprah. So I, I have like the inverse of this now true as well. So I think that's two points for the annual predictions. No, this is a point. This is a, like a, a, a non-counted point for me because I preempted this news. I knew this was going to happen. Apple didn't say it, but I knew it was going to happen. I knew there would be Oprah Winfrey podcasts, which I mean, is course, why I, don't think that's I like specifically said, no, you have to say not Oprah. And you were like, okay, not Oprah. So there you go. How about that? You're of Mike. That feels like uh, retrofitting history to fit a, t- a narrative you want out there in the world. It's funny you're the one who's suggesting that, but yeah. You're of Steven, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing so far on the uh, on all of the predictions? W- what's the- wasn't the year of Stephen last year? Like, why are we still doing this? It's not the year of Stephen, because Stephen currently holds no titles. You hold no title. Well, that's going to change next week. It used to be like a 2019 thing. Like, I don't understand why you keep saying this. None of us want to admit 2020 is real. If we stay in 2019, I mean, things are still bad in 2019, but there's not a pandemic at least. So Okay, so that means I get to keep my annual chairman title, right? Because 2020 doesn't exist. That's not. That's not. Oh, that so it doesn't. Uh, okay. So see yeah. again. This it's is an American another situation holiday. where Stephen just has a narrative that fits wow. himself, and he just builds his own timelines. Fair. That's everyone. slanderous. <laughs> is it? Is it though? I just feel like you are feeding Mike and me with conspiracy after conspiracy today. Yeah. From I mean, like, here's what's the, the backhoe? Right? What's from Come the backhoe to the calendar year? Like, is it anything else that you want to lie about today? Currently, in the 2020 annual predictions, Mike and I are tied with one each. Mm-hmm. But a bunch of these are going to come true in the next week or so. Like, the mm-hmm. annual predictions are getting ready to get real interesting mm-hmm. with this event, which we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Oprah's doing podcast stuff. Makes lots of sense. She's doing lots of content. Uh, I think it's I think it's interesting that Apple's moving into podcasting. Like, we, we've talked about this ages ago, but they're doing it in a very different way than, say, Apple TV+. Plus. Like, these are just podcasts that are open. Even the, their na- their daily news show which is like kind of just linked to apple Podcasts. you can get it elsewhere if you know where to look so apple's kind of doing it in none of the ways that people expect it like they're saying it's apple Podcasts, but you can get it elsewhere it's like it's it's like they kind of couldn't really seem to commit to a strategy and pick something in the middle so it's like both available everywhere but they don't want it to be so it's kind of strange so is there anything going on next week oh god 
Yeah, there is an Apple event. One of the many. <laughs> it's happening next week. We we found out about it yesterday. Uh, and then all of a sudden, a bunch of journalists started very confidently saying that it was not going to include the iPhone. Um, so I think I saw both Mark Gurman and Nilay Patel talking about this. Uh, that all oh, this is just going to be iPad and uh, Apple Watch. Apple isn't saying that, um, which I think is not a. Gr- I know, like okay, like look, I'm, I know I'm jumping ahead of myself, but I'm sure everybody listening to the show is kind of up to date, right? Like they know there's an Apple event next week. I, I can't imagine we've just broken that news to anybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just like someone's just like had to steer off the road in their car and like park for a minute because they're so surprised. Uh, but I think that it is a it is quite a peculiar strategy from Apple if there is no iPhone next week to just go ahead and have an event without saying that because it's September people kind of expect the iPhone right and I, I think it's a it would be a bold strategy to just roll into an event that's beginning and then show off two products that are not iPhones and then be like see ya. Right, like I feel like there needs to be, and honestly, I feel like there should have been a little bit more, right? And so, like, it's not like Apple's never done this before. There have been many times in the past I can think of one, and I'm sure Stephen can give me more, where the event is like very clear, right? Like Back to the Mac is the one that I can think of, you know, where they could just the event could just be like, we want to talk to you about the Apple Watch. Right. And like they mm-hmm. went so far as to say, what is it like? It's time or something like that, which, you know, all right. I mean, that probably means it. But I think it, it I think it would have been beneficial to them to say, hey, we want to talk to you about the Apple Watch. Right. I, I just think that that would yep. have been a smart move uh, because I can I imagine like a lot of this news stories will be like, where's the iPhone? Right. And and I just think that yes. that is just going to take time. It's going to take attention away from whatever it is that they have decided to uh, have the world watch them for. Yeah. They're going to have to set those expectations. Um, to back up a second though, my favorite version of this, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes is the iPad two keynote where there's just a picture of the iPad two, like on the event, like on the, mm-hmm. on the thing. Uh, it's it's pretty funny in hindsight, but yeah, they're going to have to set expectations around this. I think I mean Apple definitely leaked stuff, and so I think some of those some of those people who are saying that, including us, like we don't we weren't told that by anybody, but I think some people were probably. I think and, so. I, I genuinely and, think and, so. And, and the thing is, people are going to forget or just not know that on their quarterly call they said the iPhone's going to be late. People don't pay attention to that stuff. Look. We cover this for a living, and I barely like I barely pay attention to that. And also, like the iPhone calls. being late doesn't mean, you know, like that could just mean shipping. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't mean that the event is late. And plus, this event is late anyway. They would be doing it this week. Yeah, but so, but what I'm saying is like they've got to set this because very people don't know or care about any of that stuff. They're just yeah. going to say Apple did a fall event. There's not an iPhone this year. Like mm-hmm. I promise you, each of us, all of you listening, all of us nerds. We're all going to have a fan member or friend text us and be like, is there not a new iPhone this year? I was going to upgrade. Right. It's going to happen. And so Apple's going to have to set that expectation. I'm not completely convinced they won't show off the iPhone. Right. Like, I don't know that. I genuinely Is that your Ricky? Put, put your money where your mouth is. No. I get a Ricky. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making a prediction. I'm just saying that, like, I personally am not 100% sure. You know what I mean? Like, we don't, I don't know. Uh, it, yeah. They could. Like, maybe they'll show something. I don't know what they're going to do. 
they might show off the 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 twelve or whatever. I I I don't know. I don't think so, but I I don't feel set because no one's told me otherwise, right? And that's kind of, we're talk about this in a minute. That's kind of what's fun about this year because anything that used to make sense is like up for grabs now, which is kind of fun. It does make it interesting to talk about at least, right? Because we can t- we had this conversation now, and then uh, I just got so excited that I threw my Wacom pen over my shoulder by accident. <laughs> uh, coffee's kicking in, boys. Uh, so, but like, then we're gonna have the event, and then there will be conversation after the event in the intervening weeks about the fact of like what we don't have, which might not be a thing that we would normally talk about mm-hmm. so much. So, like, just the the the, the peculiarness of the strategy is interesting, at least. Because plus, I can ask this question, which I'm about to ask, which is Federico, how you feeling? Ah, uh, it's a mix of emotions right now. Um, on the one hand. It feels really nice to have an Apple event and to to be on the you know to the fact that we're waiting for new hardware, new toys, new things. I feel like it's a welcome change of pace, given 2020 and everything happened. It's a nice mm-hmm. distraction. It's nice to be thinking about the new the new things that we'll get to play around with soon. So it makes me feel a lot better that like it motivates me that there's stuff happening again. On the other, uh, obviously, I'm a, I'm a bit bummed about the fact that it seems very likely that iOS 14 is going to launch in September. I was really hoping for uh, some kind of delay to October. I, I've said it before, I've said it again. I don't understand why it needs to come out now. I don't understand why Apple absolutely needs to release the new iPads, and especially the new Apple Watch with WatchOS 7 right now. But hey, I don't work at Apple. I don't look at their mm-hmm. financials. So it's their call. Um, so I, I, went through, uh, I went through different stages. And I think right now in, in my stages of grief, I've reached acceptance, <laughs> I think. That's good. That's a good one. I have accepted the fact that uh, there's a very good chance that my review will not be ready on day one. I know that it, it's a bummer because it, it sort of became a tradition uh, to an extent in, in our community to have this long-form story come out on on day one. Uh, but I guess it's time to make new traditions then <laughs> if, if it's not ready for day one. Um, it'll come out later. I just feel like it's important for me to release something that is up to, 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 to my standards that I'm happy with. I don't want to rush anything. I don't feel like... I feel like I would do a, dis- a disservice to my readers if I rushed my review just to make it in time for day one. And if the review was incomplete or not edited enough or, you know, didn't have all the Easter eggs that I like to live in or, or all the screenshots and details that I like to, to, to have in my reviews. So I really struggled, uh, honestly, over the past month with accepting this stuff. And I think it's only fair that this is happening in the same year where a bunch of stuff is going on in my life. And mm-hmm. it's fitting, I think, that that I have to make this call this year. Uh, but I made it. It's, you know, some other things are more important, have been more important. And um, we'll see what happens. Um, obviously, I don't want to be like a month late, but I think there's a very good chance that I will not be ready by, say, I don't know, September 24th or September 25th, right? So I'm trying to go as fast as I can. Um, it's 
and I think it's okay. A lot of people were kind enough, especially connected listeners, were kind enough to get in touch with me on Twitter and over email. They've been super nice, you know, saying things like, don't worry about it. It's fine. You know, we're fine with waiting. We want to read your stuff when it's ready anyway. So I really appreciate those comments. Um, I also have to account for the fact that I'm, you know, I may have to write about whatever Apple announces next week, right? Uh, I don't know what's going on with iPad. I don't know what's going on with with Apple's yeah. announcements. So I also oh my have, God. like, in addition to the thing that you I'm supposed have to, to do finish, another review. In, a, in, <laughs> oh a, in addition to the thing I'm supposed to finish, there's the potential for extra work with a with a much you know with another I deadline. Can, I could be your ghostwriter if you want. On I could top write of it. the review for you, and we could pretend it was you. So, uh, I have amiibo that I could put on top of the iPad. Sure, you take could, see that's half the work already done. Um, yeah. So I feel <laughs> I feel like I'm uh, I have accepted my fate, and I hope that people will accept it too. That it, uh, there's a very good chance that the review will not make it for iOS 14's day one, and mm-hmm. um, I'm going as fast as I can, and I I hope to to not you know. I hope to, like, I don't want to be a month late, of course. I, I don't want to be three weeks late either. So we'll see what the schedule is going to look like. Uh, this is a weird year. It's been a challenging uh, past couple of months for me. But uh, everything is, uh, you know, taking care of things. So everything is looking up and better. And uh, we'll see in terms of this deadline uh, what I can do. Is that enough of a satisfactory update? What is the Miyamoto quote? A delayed game is forever bad. Uh, I did it, no, <laughs> you have it backwards. The wrong way around. <laughs> Whoops, a sorry. A delayed game is eventually good because <laughs> there you, you go. delayed it. Uh, but a rushed game is forever bad. Uh, so they're really words to live by. I don't mm-hmm. like. I couldn't live with myself honestly if I published a rushed iOS review, which I use myself. As a reference, like just today, I was reading through my old iOS 11 review for uh, to, to double check some information about notes, um, and, and I just couldn't accept it if if I put out a review that was like half edited or just super rushed with typos and not enough detail in it. Uh, it's not something like I would trade honestly. Like I would trade page views for a delayed review that is of the quality that I expect myself. So if I lose some interest from people, so be it. Maybe those people, you know, didn't care about Mac stories or me or my writing enough anyway, so that's fine. You can please everybody. They're not your true Johns. They're not my true Johns. They're not my true true thousand Johns. And that's fine. That's totally fine. (laughs) Like, uh, it'll be better next year, I hope. But it's going to be great this year. You're going to get it done. It's going to be awesome. People are going to love it. Right? We're not, we, don't, we don't have to look at it this way, Federico, that like it will be better next year. It's going to be great this year. Like Don't, don't have so. that mentality. You don't need to have that mentality. I, I really like where, where this review is going, and I really like, like, I like what I'm doing. It just, I wish I had more time. That's it. But also, 
But you do, though. You have as much time as you want. I Yes, but also I got to be realistic, right? If iOS comes out in September, it's not like I can publish my review in November. Uh, like, that would be bad. <laughs> However, yeah, like... I might I, be pushing it a touch. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to push it. Like, I understand yeah, yeah, that people yeah. are kind enough to wait. I just don't want to make, make them wait longer. It becomes like one of those, one of those projects then that you're never going to finish. So you do need some kind of deadline. But... I also understand that the the actual deadline set from Apple will likely be too aggressive for me to follow without killing myself, and I honestly don't want to do that. Uh, finding a nice compromise, I guess, between the, the these things is the, uh, the ideal outcome here. But yeah, I'm happy with what I have so far. Uh, so it should be good uh, when it comes out eventually. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Breaking up with your old wireless provider just got a whole lot easier thanks to Mint Mobile. They were the first company to sell premium wireless service online only. And now Mint Mobile is introducing their unlimited data plan for just 30 bucks a month. Yep, you heard me. Unlimited data plan for 30 bucks. So how much is your soon-to-be ex-wireless provider charging you? I bet it's more. I've got a Mint Mobile SIM in my... Pixel 3a, it was super easy to set up. It all came to my door, really clear directions. And honestly, I had it up and running in just a few minutes. It was incredibly simple. You know, you go to the the carrier store and you're there for two hours, not with Mint Mobile. For people who hate their phone bill and are ready for something new, Mint Mobile offers their premium unlimited plan for just 30 bucks a month. They can do this by going online only, eliminating the traditional cost of retail and then passing those savings to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number and all your existing contacts. If you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their 7-day money-back guarantee. So break up with Big Wireless and switch to Mint Mobile's premium unlimited data plan for just 30 bucks a month. To get your new unlimited wireless plan, and to get it shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash connected. That's mintmobile.com slash connected. So cut your unlimited wireless bill to 30 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash connected. Our thanks to Mint Mobile for the support of the show and Relay FM. The Rickies are upon us. Yes. I, for one, am ready. Mm-hmm. But before we do this, we have to talk about the rules. The Bill of Rickies. So, the Bill of Rickies, you mean. The Bill of Rickies. Point one, the winner, who will be called Chairman Ricky, from the previous Rickies gets to pick first, and the second place winner gets to pick second. So I think since the I think we've actually amended that, right? This is copied from the Google Doc. So this is right, but it's not Chairman, is it? It's like keynote Chairman and annual Chairman. So it's keynote Keynote Chairman Ricky. Although current current keynote Chairman is the royal. Keynote chairman. No, that one's made up. So we are basing this ordering based on what happened at WWDC, in which Mike won, I lost only by a coin toss, and then Federico brought up the rear in third place. So uh, this is a little bit different than the annual. Annual winners, which Federico is our annual winner from last year, uh, they roll over to preserve the order. So the 2019 annual winner gets to go first, and the, you know, the next year's annual sets so is a little bit different here. Uh, so we are based on the previous Apple event, and of course, the loser goes last. 
To earn any points, everything written down in the prediction document must come true. There are no half points awarded in any round, and picks cannot be reused. Here's how the scoring works. One point is awarded for any pick deemed correct in the first two rounds. Two points will be awarded for correct picks in the risky pick round. Here's the thing. If your risky pick is wrong, you lose one of your points. And the two other hosts must have agreed that your pick was risky. <laughs> Welcome to the argument we've had the last 12 hours. Oh, it's been bad. <laughs> there was a point where uh, I can only imagine how Federico was acting in, in, in real life because he just said, well, you pick it for me then. So that yeah. was, <laughs> that was so how literally closed our morning the document was. and went to do uh-huh. something else. So, mm-hmm. so it's like it was fine. a difficult day today. Yeah, that's right. We also have non-graded flexi picks. So these are not they're, they're not part of the point total. They don't go towards the naming of the chairman. Here's how this works. Well, this is the first time that the the, the flexies are being put yes. into the true new effect. That's true. This is the first time. So the loser of the non-graded flexi picks must compensate the winner by $25 per wrong flexi made by the loser. Wait, what? Can you repeat this? When we, it, is, it, is, it is a touch confusing. Do we need to pay so, money now? Yeah, we, are, you, we agreed on this. This was your idea. Yeah, the, you, you, you got a little bit Did I actually come up time. with this idea also? Yeah. Yes, this is all oh you. Oh my God, did the loser of the non-graded flexi picks must compensate the must winner. Must compensate the winner by $25 per flexi that was wrong by the loser. Oh, okay, yes, yes. I, uh, the loser, you remember now? The loser must purchase a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue reading them. I now remember. The loser must purchase a surprise for the winner, matching that cost. The cost then must be matched by the loser in the form of a donation to a charity of the winner's choice. Okay. stjude.org slash relay. In the case of a tie, <laughs> the ratio of correct to incorrect flexes will be taken into account... And finally, each host must make a minimum of five flexi picks. You can do more than five, but a minimum of five. Right. I, I want a clarification. This I'm not I'm not this right. So the loser must purchase a surprise. This punishment and is then so hard. The costs must be matched by the loser. But also you gotta give him twenty-five dollars per flexi. Okay, so here here's here's I think we should simplify this. The way this reads right now, you have to pay them cash, and you have to give them something, and you have to donate to a charity. That's too much. Oh my god! So I think no, 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 no. Uh, it's it's not written out right. I think we agree. It, it's not like you gotta give them money and then a gift and then a donation. Yeah, I don't think that's right. The first sentence um, describes the amount of money, like how you calculate yeah. the monetary value of okay. the yeah. purchase and the donation. It's not like you also got to give them cash in addition to the yeah. gift and the donation. So I think it's, I would have to give, say say I got three things wrong. I would have to buy a $75 gift for yeah, the winner, exactly. say Federico, yes. and then also donate $75 exactly. to a charity. So it's, you lose a lot of money, but it's only twice, not three times. <laughs> but, you, but you don't give me $75 cash. <laughs> you also don't get $75 cash, no. Yes. So I... Th- I- what I'm suggesting is that we simplify this, and we, it just becomes a charity donation. None of us need surprises from the other ones. Yeah. And so we would say... Well, but the surprises are funny, though, well, right? This is funny. Yeah, I mean, look, are we really going to do that? Like, are you really going to buy me something and ship it to my house? Like, no one's going to do this. Amazon. Just, 
let's look into our hearts. So my suggestion for this rule change, I'll see what you guys think. Mm -hmm. Loser of the non-graded flexies must compensate the winner by donating to the charity of the winner's choice. The amount of the donation is $25 per wrong flexi made by the loser. Hmm. That's simpler. It's simpler, yes. So it's just the same thing without the gift. Basically. And it's it's written out in a way that doesn't sound like it's cash and a surprise and a thing. I think I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's easier. Before I, I copy this to the bottom of the document, I'm going to read it one more time. Loser of the non-graded flexies must compensate the winner of the flexies. Clarify that. Mm-hmm. By donating to the charity of the winner's choice, the amount of the donation is $25 per wrong flexi made by the loser. So just a hypothetical, Mike gets all five of his flexies right, and I get all five of mine wrong. He's the winner. I'm the loser. Federico somewhere in the middle. I am on the hook for five times 25, $125 donation to the charity of Mike's choosing. Correct. Okay. That makes more sense than what we had, I think. Okay. All right, um, so let me copy this into the bottom of the document so it's there for the future. There's a lot less flexing in that, though, you know, I, but but yes, it's still flexy nevertheless. Yeah. There was more flexing when it was double the money. But also, we need to put in the details of the Twitter account. That is not specified in the Bill of Rikis currently. That's the, true. The winner gets access. Really the winner should be awarded with access to... The Twitter account. I really feel sorry for Matthias who created the physical bill of Ricky's because we're now changing all well, of it's the gotta, rules again. They got to do it again. So yeah, um, I'm sorry. sorry. So I'm going to say, the, yeah, I, I tattooed it on my leg. How do you think I feel? Yeah. The winner of the regular plus Ricky risky picks uh, must be granted access to the annual or event chairman. Twitter account mm -hmm. and retains and will retain access until they lose until they until another winner is crowned is named. <laughs> you don't like the royal uh, naming that crowned is fine. I mean, it just feels a little. But nevertheless, all right, okay, good, good call, Federico. Are we, are we done with the rules now? For this time, yes. Well, can you go over them again? <laughs> not doing that again. Just to make sure that there's a nice flow in the way that they are spelled out. Everyone has already skipped this chapter. Let's just move on. <laughs> All right. So we want to do round one? Or do you really want me to read the rules again? No, I mean, if you don't want to do it, it's fine. You, you'll do it better next time. I just feel like it wasn't like... I was expecting like a like a more pompous and official tone in reading. Oh, them. oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, give us, give us, give us the full. Because what we were supposed to have right now was a, a full read through, and then we're begin. supposed to have a town crier and, yeah. the, whole, and the physical thing. It's like it should be a whole thing. But instead, happening. we've just sat and just done some it's litigation just, for the last twenty minutes. It's just <laughs> sad. Like you just went through a bullet list, and then you made some changes. It's like listening to to a call with your you editor. Were making minutes. It was like you know. You know, make it fun. Give it, give me, give me some some fun here.
is now time for the reading and not the debating of the Bill of Rickies. The winner, who in this event will be called Keynote Chairman, from the previous Rickies gets to pick first, the second place winner picks second. Annual winners roll over to preserve the order. 2019 annual winner gets to go first in 2020, etc. The order of the Apple Event Rickies, which is what we're doing today, is based on the previous Apple event, The Loser Goes Last. The last event Rickies were at WWDC 2020. Mike was in first place. Steven was in second place by losing a coin toss. Federico was the loser. To earn any points, everything written down in the prediction document must come true. No half points may be awarded in any round. Picks cannot be reused. One point is awarded for any pick deemed correct in the first two rounds, while two points will be awarded for correct picks in the risky pick round. But if your risky pick is wrong, you will lose a point, and the other two hosts must have agreed that your pick was risky. The winner of the regular and risky picks must be granted access to the annual or event chairman Twitter account and will retain access until another winner is named. Loser of the non-graded flexies must compensate the winner of the flexies by donating to the charity of the winner's choice. The amount of the donation is $25 per wrong flexie made by the loser. In the case of a tie, the ratio of correct to incorrect flexies will be taken into account and each host must make a minimum of five flexi picks. Wow. They are beautiful rules. I wouldn't change a single thing about them. This is a a wonderfully documented and versatile and flexible document that accounts for all possible scenarios. I love it. Mm -hmm. This is so perfect. So I think we I think we can all agree that we've finally settled the rules. These are really good rules. We These should are good be, rules. We should be in charge of legislation now that I think about it. Like we obviously and look how easily we fix we, all of our problems. We have a knack for finding loopholes and potential. Yep. Like I I don't know. I just feel like I could you know I I could take the constitution for a spin and actually make a few edits that. <laughs> probably makes sense <laughs> I, I don't know I'll give it a once over <laughs> you know I think I could I, yeah uh, I should have looked into into legislation when I was younger as a potential job opportunity you would be an infuriating legislator in like the best possible way I guess it's never too late to be a politician I mean look at look at the United States so who, know, who knows um, maybe someday round one Mike you get to go first Apple unveils a new Apple watch Wow. Short and sweet. Wow. I am exciting. the retaining champion and I intend to retain. <laughs> That's how he wins. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have anything you exciting might as well for you. Said in round Apple one. exists as your first well, pick. <laughs> the Rickies do not say anything about obviousness. Uh, so I'm just going for it. Like, do I think there will be a new Apple Watch? Yeah, I do. I really do think that. If <laughs> no. there's one product I feel pretty confident about existing next Tuesday is a new mm. Apple Watch. Uh, I really want to win. So uh, <laughs> I very rarely get to win these types of things. And I want to continue the royal reign, uh, 100 years rule yeah. uh, of, wow. you know of what's, the You know what's missing from this pick? 
Go on. Passion. There's no passion in this. No passion in it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but Federico, I don't care, right? There's no passion in it. But you know where there's no passion? In the rules either. The rules are very straight. Oh, there mm-hmm. is passion in those rules, believe me. But you are content with living your passion-free life, I guess. Yeah. So If I'm the winner, then yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Federico, can we have a sidebar? Uh, sure. You know how Mike used to lose these because he made really specific picks? Yeah, he got burned. We trained him to make really generic picks, and I think it's going to backfire on us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, because, you know, before hey, I was, you're not before my I was, sidebar, before I was ridiculed for passion, I was ridiculed for being particular. So <laughs> I've had enough, right? I want to win. Now that I think about it, we did training, which makes me think of other, like, sort of uh, experiments that we could run without telling Mike on the show. Mm. Like some subtle, like, what are they called? Like, um, like in the movies, are they called like, um, uh, like a sleeper cell agent? No, 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 no. Like I'm a those sleeper cell messages. Or what are they called? Like subliminal messages. Subliminal. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Some like subliminal things that we say to Mike, and then over time we train Mike to behave or think in a certain way. That could be interesting. Anyway, subliminal. I think my brain is pretty susceptible to stuff like that, so you'll probably have a pretty good go of it. Awesome. Okay, I'll put together some ideas, Steven. I got a little more specific with my round one pick. I said the Apple Watch Series 6 uses the Series 4 and 5 design. I don't think we're due for a a refresh of the design yet. I think they're going to look the same. I want to get some parameters on this one. Of course you do. (laughs) (laughs) Because there could be, like, thickness changes, right? Ah, That's a good point. So what if I rephrase it as the Apple Watch Series 6 (laughs) does not come with a substantial redesign? (laughs) I mean, well, then what? If it's thinner, do you get the point? It would have to be... Thinner to the point where, okay, okay, so here's, no. here's, I'm not saying this is what I'm saying, but in my mind, what I thought was, if someone's wearing it, yeah, it would be difficult to tell which one it is. If it's half as thick, that's a redesign. Well, you see, that's, that's what, that's what the spirit of the pick is. That, there's that's the difficult to write down. Okay, so Apple Watch Series 6 will be, <laughs> comma, at a glance, <laughs> using the same design as the Series 4 and 5. I mean, I'm fine with that. Okay. But I don't want to hear a big fight from you on this one. If it's two millimeters thinner and you say I don't get it, I will quit the show. Just keep that in mind. Wait. Okay. You think two millimeters thinner would be perceptible at a glance? I don't know. Put it in the roots. Put it in the roots. What's your millimeter threshold for thinners? I don't I don't know how millimeters work. No, Steven, if you can if you can at a glance detect two millimeters of thickness change, you are a superhuman. Oh, you know you're not gonna get the tweets from people saying I can detect uh, millimeters. I don't believe anyone who says that they can tell me <laughs> that they can look at something at a glance and tell if it's two millimeters difference in th- different yeah, old ruler eyes over there can do it, but I mean you can I mean you can glance at a microscope and tell that, that it's different. So <laughs> yeah, but no, I wanna can. confirm this, Steven. <laughs> if it's two millimeters is thinner <laughs> would you think you get the point also yeah. at a glance i think you're tricking us you are tricking us here because at a glance at a glance like what if you're glancing at measuring come tape? on come on like for you example, know what well, is at guys, a glance like what i'm i don't trust this at a glance qualifier i think it's a tricky thing you put in there to to fool us the design of the apple watch is it's like face on well, I mean, the series, I mean, look at the difference between the series three and four, right? A little thinner 
and no, broader. but the difference was the screen, the shape of the screen. No one it's was like, like "Oh, that looks so different because of the thinness." No, <laughs> it was because the corner <laughs> radius changed. This is going downhill fast. <laughs> but no, I want, if you look, if you want your pick to be that the Apple Watch Series Six is is like perceptibly thinner, then you make it that pick. No, I'm saying the opposite. <laughs> it is basically the same. <laughs> The Series 6 does not bring a redesign. So what is your pick? What is it? I don't know what you're arguing anymore, then. Restate your pick, please. I think you should go back to the original text. I think it was better. (laughs) Undo in Google Docs. It initially said... We just argued about nothing. Apple Apple Watch... (laughs) Because Mike wanted parameters for this. Yeah. My original pick... Apple Watch Series 6 uses the Series 4 and Series 5 design. I mean, I'm fine with this. I don't Let's know go with that. I mean, it, I, I am confident this one's going to cause us a problem. If it is slightly thinner, I still get this. <laughs> I, what I'm really saying is there's not a substantial redesign. So the shape and then Mike of, so just the, wants to argue about so, what substantial means. So the shape of the screen and, and like the, the edges like of the yeah. frame. All right, yeah, I'm up with it that. It looks like the Series 4 you and know, 5. I, I think I misunderstood the point that you were making. I apologize. Okay. We I think we are actually making the same argument, but I thought that you were arguing against me, so I apologize. Okay. So it's a point for me now. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? Okay, so as it is written, does that work for y'all? Yes. Uh, Series six uses well, the four and five design. This is one yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean I'm curious to see where that one ends up landing, but but yeah. If it is slightly thinner, I still get it because it's the same design, right? It's this is gonna go horribly. Okay. Yeah, I think yes. so too. So my pick is that at least one of the new iPads will have an iPad Pro-inspired design. What does that mean? So obviously, okay, so what we're all thinking here is the iPad Air uh, with the uh, flat edges and rounded screen. Uh, but I phrased it in a way that if Apple announces multiple iPads, multiple iPad models next week, at least one of them will have a physical design that resembles the iPad Pro. And by res- iPad Pro inspired, I mean there's multiple elements, right? The liquid retina display uh, with the rounded corners uh, and uh, no home button, um, mm-hmm. with the Face ID authentication, of course, as well as the flat edges and the flat back. You know, basically moving away from the current uh, design of the iPad Air. Yeah, the only addendum I would like to make to this, or just question I would like to pose to you, is that it is not an iPad Pro. Right. Right. If they have a new iPad Pro, that technically fits the your language. <laughs> I mean, right. te- it fits uh, at least one of the new iPads as an iPad Pro inspired design because the iPad. Yeah, Pro... but I don't think that 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 should count. I think I think the spirit of this pick is it's a new iPad that inherits the design of yes. the iPad Pro. So at least one of the new iPads as an iPad Pro. Yep. Like I think it's, I think it's phrased in a way that is pretty self-explanatory. The only thing I would add is after the word new. I would say non-pro iPads. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I think that's okay. Yeah, I, that's okay. the spirit of the peak anyway. Yeah. Okay. Just trying that, to solve for here. ambiguation here, you yes. know? That's right. At least yeah. one of the new non-pro iPads as an iPad Pro-inspired design. Yes. Yep. I can get behind that. Yep. Okay. And for me, honestly, I'll just state my feeling on this. If any iPad has flat sides, you've got it. Like, that's all it needs to be, right? Like, it can be as simple as that. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. If it has flat sides, but still has Touch ID somewhere. 
I, that's still iPad Pro inspired to me. I agree with you. I think I, I agree. I think the flat sides is the key here. Yeah, yeah. because it's the only device that has them now. And mm-hmm. like, for example, people are already saying that the iPhone 12 will be iPad Pro inspired because it'll yep. have the flat people edges. People are even saying the iMac will be <laughs> iPad yeah. Pro inspired. So everything starts with the iPad so. Pro. Uh, I mean, the Pro Display XDR is iPad Pro. But also, I really. would say, think about it. Like, I would say the the opposite as well. Like, if it for some reason has rounded edges, but the shape of the display with the liquid retina display is the same of the iPad Pro, I think that also counts as iPad Pro inspired because it it's ditching the home button in favor of the iPad Pro approach. It will. I think it will need a little bit of conversation, but I am, I am willing to agree with you there. Like I think that will that will might take a little bit more like all right let's look at this, then the flat sides is super easy mm-hmm. to judge. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if it's if it's like the home button's gone and it's got the rounded corners like the iPad Pros do, then yeah, like I'm I'm also on board with that. But that one is just like a little less visually obvious, I think, than the than the flat sides part. So that's round one. It's round one. Uh, for round two, I am going for another completely passionless uh, pick, which, like, Obviously. you know, because this this is a pick. Like Federico will will also get a point if I get a point. So it's kind of like a mutually assured destruction thing here. Apple unveils a new iPad, not Pro. Okay, I mean, sure, it's yeah, yeah, a new iPad. So with this pick, you can you can get a you can get a point if Apple announces the iPad Air, the iPad Mini, the base model mm-hmm. iPad, all kinds yep. of iPads. So yep. something new, something new entirely. iPad new. the iPad massive. <laughs> now imagine if there's iPad no next. iPad next week. Now that would be funny. That would be very funny. Yeah. <laughs> then these picks are a bloodbath. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be a very <laughs> bad time for all of us. Um, oh. All right, but that's what mm. I'm going with. Okay. Cool. I think that's cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, again, I know it's not exciting. I apologize, but. No, we're used to it. I we win. expect it coming from you. Yeah, now. you expect it from me. Yeah, you we trained you well. Um, yeah. So, Stephen, this next one, I will say when I looked at it, your next normal pick, I thought it was meant to be a Ricky. I do think there's a risk factor to your second pick. Uh, that I don't know. Why, why don't you tell us the pick? Federico, without risk, there's not passion. Right. Oh, man. I, 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 you see, Mike, that's how you do it. That's... I mean, it doesn't surprise. So I assume, Federico, you were overflowing with risk earlier when you decided to throw everything out the window. Well, huh? sometimes it's about risk, and sometimes it's about style. You know, just gotta do it in style. And sometimes <laughs> it's about just giving up for the afternoon. Right. 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 Okay. So. Cool. Just checking. My second pick: the new iPad Air will switch to USB-C. Hmm. That's a big one, man. Like I, I see where you're going with this, but that you might be a year early on that. Maybe, or maybe I'm right on time. If they are switching to the iPad Pro inspired design, I think it makes sense to to say that's what made me think it. We're moving away from Lightning to USB C. Uh, yep. In the context of like, there's these iPad Pro features trickling down into the line, uh, and uh, now you can also use USB accessories and. Uh, I could honestly also see the smart connector, for example. Um, so I think it makes sense in, in the context of that. It's risky because the iPad Pro is the only one with with the USB-C connector. And Apple could also think, well, this is one of the differentiating factors that we're going to keep exclusive to the iPad Pro line. So you do get the new design, but you still got to use Lightning. And, and what, I think one of the uh, extenuating factors of this is the iPhone 
Mm. Right. I don't think so. Well, I think it's I think it's a little tricky to start bringing USB-C to uh, other products. Like you just start stretching that out when the iPhone remains Lightning. I mean, did you did you forget about the Mac? Every other product has it. Like I, I think the iPhone stands alone because the ecosystem of things that people plug into their iPhones is a magnitude larger than the things that people plug into their iPads. And so I think iPad users who go from Lightning to USB-C, yeah, it's going to be a pain for some of them, but for most of them, that just means the charging cable is different. And it may mean a good thing. That means they can charge it with their laptop charger. For the phone, though, you plug into cars, you have clock rate, like everything has Lightning for phones. I just think the iPad lives in a little bit different space there. You know, I did have a thought a couple of days ago where like I needed to go somewhere and I was frustrated that I had to take two cables, one for my iPad and one for my phone. Yeah. I had that thought where it's like, oh, God. It is frustrating. It's like, I don't, I'm not sure if I was regretting the iPad Pro going to USB-C or wishing the iPhone to go to USB-C. Like, I'm not sure which way around it was, but I was frustrated nonetheless. It is frustrating. And anybody who says, oh, but we prefer Lightning because it's Apple. No, they're lying or they're fooling themselves. It just It's so much better to have a common standard that works with a bunch of devices. Yeah, like, it's it should awesome. all be USB-C. It's Everything awesome that, USB-C. that I have a cable in the kitchen. Like, I have a charging station in the, uh, station in the kitchen. And I can plug my iPad Pro. I can plug my external battery, my Nintendo Switch. It's awesome. And if you don't see that, then you should really look into it. Like, this USB-C thing, you should really try it because it's very convenient. Now, I'm not saying the Lightning is not convenient. I get it. It's got some of the same benefits. It's slightly smaller and it's reversible. I get it. But it only works with Apple devices. And, you know, people also like to use other electronics. So, I also like to just take a moment at this point to say how great Thunderbolt is. I got a Thunderbolt dock. Mm-hmm. And it's really good to just plug a bunch of stuff into a one into like a box and just have one cable. Well, you got the Cal digit, right? Maybe yep. we put that in the show notes yep. so people can see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Thunderbolt is really cool. Like, I, I still love the dream of, like, one cable for everything. You know, you put your laptop down, and, like, mm-hmm. everything's already there, and you plug it in. Thunderbolt delivers on that if you're willing to spend some money. Yeah. Oh, and you really do. Like, I got the TS3 Plus, and it's, like, I think it's, like, <laughs> multiple hundreds of dollars. Like, I got it for the podcast-a-thon, but, like, I'm very, very happy with it. Because I also can use the same dock with my Windows laptop, Right. Mm-hmm. And everything just works. It's fantastic. Very happy with that. All right. So y'all are cool with the new iPad Air. We'll switch to USB-C. Seems clear. I would love it to happen. And and I I hope that you're right on this one, um, I think. But it, it might it, it, we'll see. We'll see. Depends how pro they want to go, right? Like how close do you want to get with, the, with it being like quote unquote pro? We'll, we'll find out. I'm cool with it. And I respect you. I'm just concerned about you for this week. Let me raise a hypothetical. Mm. I don't think this hypothetical will come true, but I just want it out there. Let's say there's a new iPad and it has flat sides. So Federico gets his point. It switches to USB-C, but it's not called the iPad Air. On paper, I would lose that pick, but I feel like in my heart, I would win it. What do you all think? I I think you should remove Air out of, like, because the rest of us have, have all gone with, like, you should just say, like, a new non-pro iPad switches to USB-C. And then you're in line with my pick and, and Federico's pick. That's mm. the most fair for you. Done. At least one new mm. non-pro iPad will switch to USB-C. Yeah. Non-pro iPad. Non-pro. What if Apple announces a new iPad Pro and it switches to Lightning? 
Can you imagine that? <laughs> then we all lose. <laughs> We've all That'd lost. That'd be terrible. That'd be awful. That'd be horrible. Why would they do that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's 2020, though, so it could happen. That's, that would be a Ricky if you want to put it in. That would be a, the definition of a Ricky. Um, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Okay, so my second normal pick. Uh, this is actually quite interesting, I think. Apple introduces a lower-end Apple Watch model in addition to the higher-end, quote-unquote, Series 6 Yep. Or we're calling the successor to the Series 5. So I think Apple will introduce... This has been rumored before by German, uh, whom I absolutely trust, um, that Apple will introduce, in addition to the new watch, to the, you know, uh, to the new Series 6 watch, also a lower-end model that is uh, cheaper than, you know, yeah. for folks who want to buy a cheaper Apple watch. Um, I think it's an interesting idea um to 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 say we have the brand new watch with all the fancy stuff but we also made a new version that is more affordable that has fewer features but you that you can also use for fitness and for uh notifications and you know for all these other things that the apple watch is loved so i think they you know this has been rumored recently so there's a certain degree of reliability i guess in this pick uh, as it was reported in bloomberg i believe last week or even I'm not sure if it was mentioned yesterday in the report but it was definitely mentioned a few weeks ago so um i think it's an interesting idea i think it, it would bring it will make for a nice message to say we have this expensive watch with all the fancy stuff but we also made an affordable model i think it would be it would benefit Apple to make it clear that there's a there's a more affordable version of the Apple Watch, um, so that they can you know um, competition from from Fitbits and the Amazon now as a thing I believe I I think it would be useful to say you can get in on the Apple Watch ecosystem at a more affordable price, um, so I think I, I would actually like it's not the watch that I would buy myself. But I I think it's something they should do. Well, and it would be it'd be a cheaper Apple Watch. I, I'm not I'm not inserting this into your pick. This is what I want to see. That isn't just an old Apple Watch, right? Like do what you did with the iPhone SE. Maybe it's the return of the sport brand. Remember? Maybe Apple Watch Sport. Yeah. Oh man, they yeah. used to be called that. Maybe they'll do like Apple Watch Sport, Apple Watch Series Six, and Apple Watch Edition again. Maybe <laughs> we'll get we'll, we'll go back to that. I would like that. I, I like that branding, honestly. Um, I think I want to talk about what this this product is a little bit mm-hmm. when it comes to to uh, pick grading, because obviously Apple have been like, oh, and hey, the Series Three's back, right? So like, what is what is this product, right? Like, uh, I think you know what I mean. So obviously, I think it needs to be mentioned during the keynote. I think it's something that. I mean, all the things that uh, usually all the things that we cover in in our rickies, they need to be mentioned in the keynote, right? Um, it's not like, do we ever pick things that are like hidden on Apple's website? So I think the way that we've done it before, which again may be another raw change, is basically just anything up until recording. We, if a piece of information can be discovered, okay, uh, it's like basically up until the recording. So okay. it's not just what's on okay, the keynote. So it's, it's just, just basically, keynote. can it be proved before we record? Yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah. So uh, the Bloomberg report very clearly said Apple will introduce two Apple Watch models, one of them being the lower end version. So I think it it needs to be clear in like, I don't think it will just it'll just be the Series 3 coming back. It's new. Uh, I think it needs to be new. Yeah. 
right? Because okay. the yeah, I don't, I honestly don't see uh, I I don't even see the series three coming coming back out again with the same internals. I mean, they're quite dated at this point, so I think it needs to be a new thing with a new chip. Just maybe fewer sensors. Maybe you know it doesn't have the, the the new sensor stuff that's gonna be in the series six. I don't think they can re-release a three-year-old Apple Watch just out of the blue again. Okay. Right? So it needs to be a yeah, new no, thing. Yeah, I no, ag- I, I agree with you. I agree with you. The only potential complication there, I guess, is if it is the Series 3, but they changed the internals. But then again, I think it would be kind of weird if they're bringing back a watch that has the number 3 and now we're number 6. Like, I don't think that's a great strategy. Yeah. I think that's where something like Apple Watch SE or Apple Watch Sport, like another name solves that problem for them. They have the same thing with the 8, right? The eleven, the iPhone 11 and then the iPhone 8. It's like, well, that seems really older than it is. We call it SE, get rid of the number, and it sort of gives you some buffer there. So I think you're on with this. i like to see this. What if to help us grade it, like this pick is that Apple introduces a lower-end Apple Watch model with a new brand name? Well... I'm trying to find something so we well, can What like, if we just called Apple Watch? Right? right? But that's that's fine. There isn't a product called Apple Watch now. Right? They're Apple Watch Series 6. Like Well, I think I think inserting the brand makes us two picks. Like yeah. right. I think I think if it's a, a introduces a lower end uh, Here's I think how we solve both. Okay. Apple introduces a new lower end Apple Watch model. You don't have the new in there, and I think that's sort of key here. The, again, the only potential uh, challenge there is what if they're... I mean, if they're doing this, I think it's going to have the new design, right? So they're going to use the post-Series 4 hardware mm-hmm. design. But again, what if it's just the Series 4 or the Series 5 name, but the watch is actually different from the... Sort of like they did with the Series that 0. That is technically new, which it's, I guess it's technically new. So the new adjective could work in that context. Yeah. yeah it's a watch that hasn't existed until hasn't existed before. they announced it. Yeah. Yeah. I think new works. Yes. Because it's either inside or out, right? That's what we're going to agree on. Right? Yeah. Like inside yeah. or out, it's, it's not the same as something else that's existed. So it's either got new internals or it's got its own name. So one of the two will make it a new Apple Watch, I think. Like, if yes. they take the Series 5, okay, mm-hmm. and they call it the Apple Watch SE, I think that, mm-hmm. it's, that is a new Apple Watch. That's out. That's one of the outside changes, right? Yeah. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Pingdom from SolarWinds. Today's internet users expect a fast experience on your website. No matter how good your content is or how effective your marketing may be, People are going to bounce if your website is loading too slowly. With real user monitoring from Pingdom, you can discover how website performance issues affect your visitors' experience so you can take action before your business is impacted. How your visitors experience your website differs depending on the browser, device, and platform that they're using. So you want to identify how visitors are experiencing your website so you can make informed optimizations and deliver a great performance to those who matter most. Real user monitoring is an event-based solution, so it's built to scale, meaning you can monitor millions of page views without compromising the fidelity of your historical data or breaking the bank in the process. Get live visitor insights today with real user monitoring from Pingdom. 
Go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. And when you sign up, use the code CONNECTED at checkout to get an awesome 30% off your first invoice. Our thanks to Pingdom from SolarWinds for their support of the show and Relay FM. It's time, gentlemen. Okay. Okay. It's Ricky time. Mike, are you are you ready for no. whatever is going on with you, Ricky? <laughs> no, because I, I have two I have two Rickies, right? And I just wanna I wanna just put them both out there. One of them is gonna become one my final flexi. I only have four flexies in the document out of the five minimum. So one of these will become a flexi. And I just wanna just I just wanna maybe get them out. If the two of you will want to talk through it, you can, but I'm just gonna I maybe I'm just gonna talk through it myself. Um so one of my picks is that we get no specific date for iOS fourteen launching during the presentation. That's one of those old school classic particular picks. Uh but I think particular in my favor. And then the second one is that a non pro iPad gets a LiDAR sensor. So that's kind of where I am, right? They're both very reeky. Yeah, but I think there's some... Okay, so let me, let me talk through my thinking on these, right? A little bit with you, just, just for the fun of it. So I think that the iOS 14 thing is... I don't think that they have to say, and I don't think it would be in their best interest to say, right? Now, the Apple Watch will, I think, most likely be running watchOS 7. I don't think that it will be running watchOS 6. Apple will announce, I'm sure, the date that the Apple Watch will be shipping, but then they have a window of any amount of time between them to put iOS 14 out. And I think announcing a date for 14 would be not the best thing to do when you have that window. Well, okay, no, no, let me understand here. So you think the new Apple Watch will carry WatchOS 7, right? I do, yes. And you think they will give us a release date for the new Apple Watch, right? Yes. Okay. Do you think the Apple Watch is coming out in September? Because you do realize that WatchOS 7 requires iOS 14. That's what I'm, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, I do think it is, but I think it could be a week or two weeks, right, for the Apple Watch. I don't think it has to be a week. I think it could say like, oh, you know, you can pre-orders go live next week and then they ship the week after, right? So then they have two weeks in which they could release iOS 14 at any point during that period of time. And they might want to do it on the Wednesday rather than the Tuesday because it gives them an extra... Do you know what I mean? Like, I just think that it would be bold, I think, to, to and maybe unnecessary to announce the specific date maybe two and a bit weeks in advance when all they need to do is give everybody one week notice. Oh, but it's not as simple as that, right? I mean, you got to give, like, you got to get carriers or carrier approvals, for example, for the new version of iOS. Like, it's not just developers with the GM. Right, but how much time do they typically give for that, though? How long? Before, GM is usually a week to release, though, right? Uh, y- yeah, but... Uh... I don't know, man. It just feels very risky to say they're going to have an event and they're not going to say anything about iOS 14. Well, no, but point. they can say it's coming. Like, Without they can say, a- like, iOS 14 will ship before the end of September or it's coming soon or it will wouldn't come it with be the Apple weird? Watch. Like, wouldn't it be weird if they just said, oh, it's coming, don't worry, but we're not giving you a date? And I think I think if they say, hey, it's coming with the new iPad, the new iPad ships this date, then they've announced the date for iOS 14. 
Right. They didn't put the sentence together. They split it up, but we still know when it is. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But I just, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do that. I don't know if they're going to say I that. Will, I will give you this. You finally showed off some passion here. Some passion? Yeah. You are capable of it, which makes are me Are you happy. following my why no, I, I would do. put it as a question? I, I though, right? do. I do. I do follow. Like, w- w- again, it goes back to the idea. What's the rush? Like, you don't need to... It's. I mean, you, and it's more like if I was making this decision, I would not want to nail myself down to any dates unless I absolutely have to. Yeah, and I do not think that I they absolutely have to do that. Like they're, they're I think they still have a little wiggle room. They have a few more days wiggle room. A due date though, and that's okay. The next one is that a any iPad that they release gets a lidar sensor. And the LiDAR sensor seems like an important thing to Apple, maybe more than even Face ID on a new iPad, because the LiDAR sensor is important for the future more than Face ID is, right? Because the LiDAR sensor helps with AR, and AR is increasingly becoming a thing that Apple will want to put more and more time into and want developers making things for, right? Like Face ID doesn't do doesn't do that, you know? Like Face ID is, is a nice thing for us, but Touch ID on that iPad, I'm sure people will be super happy about that too. But more LiDAR sensors in the world is a, is a, a net positive for Apple's future strategies. And... I mean, I think that the current rumors are suggesting that all of the iPhones will get a LiDAR sensor, if I remember correctly. Um, does that sound right to you guys? I think so. I think, I think that the, the current is rumor just a is... Pro. I, don't, I don't know anymore. I don't remember. It's been so difficult to, to, <laughs> to keep track of that. But, um, yeah. I think, I, think on the, I think you're dead on... Apple's pushing AR. The LiDAR sensor is a big move in that direction. But I think the other side of that coin is like, is it too expensive to put in an iPad that doesn't cost iPad Pro money? Like, it, I don't know, uh, you know. Um, or would I mean, they want to continue to blur the product lines? If the iPad Air looks like an iPad Pro and it has a LiDAR sensor, then like, what's the difference between it and the Pro, you know, to most people? But I don't think However, people care about, the, you know, like... People don't people care don't, about well, people don't care about AR or the lidar yeah. sensor. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, in terms of mm. our competition here, I think your first one is is. I think it's riskier, yes. but I also think it's going to be harder. I to think judge. honestly, having spoken about it, I'm leaning towards the lidar sensor one. I think you should do the lidar sensor one. I, yeah, I'm I really going for do, the lidar sensor. I really one. do think they're gonna give us a date for iOS 14. I mean, we got beta eight today, so it's up. They're they're wrapping up the work there. Like, even though it's very possible that you're trying to fake me out, I'm um, not. I, I'm not. Or am I? I, I don't know. I do. I I I think the lidar one. The LiDAR one is still risky for all of the reasons that you mentioned, right? That, like, we don't know how expensive an, an item that is. And, you know, but but I do believe that this is one of those technologies that Apple will want to get on as many products they can. And the iPad doesn't get refreshed that often. I, so if you're yeah. going to make changes to it, 
put it on there now and then you've got it on there for a couple of years for when it's really important to Apple, right? Like even more so than it is now. I, so I, I'm going with a non-pro iPad gets a LiDAR sensor. I think the first potential option was riskier. I still think this one qualifies as a risky pick because LiDAR on the iPad, it is right now the only new feature of the iPad Pro line in 2020. Like, yep. And the Magic Keyboard, I guess. The Magic Keyboard can, can only be purchased with the, for the iPad Pro. So I do think that taking... Like if you, if you would have said here... The uh, a non-pro iPad gets support for the Magic Keyboard. I would have agreed to make it a risky pick uh, because I think it that is that would be for real risky. I think that's going to be the only thing really. It, it's one of my yeah. flexes. Yeah. I think. Um, I think taking any of the exclusive features of the 2020 iPad Pro line and saying this is coming to the non-pro iPad, I think it qualifies with a uh, with a certain riskness involved so i you you do have it's less risky but risky enough i think i think you know if i'm yeah i think the i think the reason that i'm happy to pick it though is that like yes this ipad pro has it but i think apple's not unrealistic in in like the assumption that anybody cares about it from a consumer perspective right that like if you put it on there that people are going to be like, hang on a minute, I think it should only be on my iPad Pro. Like, I don't think any, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's a, a, a thing that anybody cares about where they're like, well, I'm not going to get the iPad Pro now because the other iPad has a LiDAR sensor. I think things like the Magic Keyboard are much more of a selling point um, and a promotion display even, um, like a much more of a selling point to people than the LiDAR sensor is. So... Yeah, that's why I'm I'm comfortable in keeping this as my risky pick. My risky pick, the iPad Mini, will also be updated to look like the new iPad Air, which will be influenced by the iPad Pro design. What? You, you are a stacks mad, on stacks, madman. Okay, mad mini lad. passion, absolute mad lad here. The uh, so the iPad. I'm just reading this again. The iPad Mini will also be updated to look like the new iPad Air. Which will be influenced by the so the yeah. so the I'm going to cut that middle section so, okay. out. Okay, the iPad Mini will be updated with a new design, an iPad Pro inspired design. Okay, which will be inf- okay. Yeah, yeah, inspired yeah, yeah. by the, the iPad, iPad Air part was pointless. Yeah. Like, and what yeah. could have really come back to bite you. Yeah, you, you were badly. adding like two conditions to the pick. So I put I put that in. I think before some of the other iPad Air stuff got put in, so it. This makes sense in context without it. So the iPad mini mini will be updated with a new design inspired by the iPad Pro design. This is bold. Uh, This is bold. This is risky. This this is risky. This is uh, the product I personally would love to see. Yes. We want it to happen. I believe it will happen. I don't think it's happening next week. This is a product I want. <laughs> the la- the last rumor that we that we got about this product I checked today as we were shall we say debating our picks. Yeah, one could suggest <laughs> it was a debate. Uh Minchi Kuo, friend of the show, said that this product was coming in 2021. So you are risking it all, my friend here with the iPad mini. 
I want to believe, man. But I do respect you, as as I said before. Yeah, this is one of those picks that, like, sometimes you got to make a pick because it's what's in your heart, you know? And like, a man of passion through and through. Really, that's right. This it is, is it is more risky than Mike's, I think. Yeah, you've made my passion look like a walk in the park. You look know? like a yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh this is okay. I so and it should be called iPad Mini, right? Um, just to clarify the it's called it's the new version of the ipad mini it's the ipad mini line okay i mean if they updated the ipad mini and they tweaked the names and this wording is still correct the ipad mini was updated to something else let me ask you what if it's uh flat sides but still with the home button it is still inspired by the ipad pro design because our definition was flat sides we previously discussed flat sides as being enough for one of your picks okay yes i i love this uh and uh, good luck i guess i want it i want it okay so uh, my risky pick is the following i'm not picking some anything ipad related myself so the new apple watch series 6 so the new the, the new new apple watch will have at least one new built-in app because of an exclusive feature of the new watch. So my thinking is the new watch is going to have something new, uh, whether it's a new sensor or some other new tech that enables a new built-in application in WatchOS 7 for the new watch. Yep. I'm thinking... So the, the the precedent for this could be something like the ECG app, of course, that was only available for the watches that were capable of measure of taking your ECG. Uh, so uh, basically thinking along those lines, um, it's been rumored that this watch may have uh, the ability to, to monitor your blood oxygen levels, for example. So there could be a separate utility for that. Uh, it was also rumored that this watch could have um, something related to stress detection or panic attack detection. So I'm thinking that this new watch has got to have something new, right? I think it's time for the Apple Watch to start adding new sensors again, new hardware features again. And usually when that happens, there's usually like a new built-in app to go along with it. So um, that's my pick. The new Series 6 Apple Watch will have at least one new built-in app. And this, just to clarify, I will offer the clarification that we all had earlier on in our discussions. This isn't a new feature in an existing application. This is straight up a new app that you can pick from the list, like the ECG app. The ECG app is what we're focusing on here. Like, If this watch has additional features inside of the fitness app, that does not count. This has to be a brand new application with its own icon, with its own name, which is pickable from the honeycomb on the list that does not exist on any other watch. Like if they add a new application to WatchOS 7 that's on the Series 5 and the Series 4, this does not count. It must be exclusive to the Series 6 Apple Watch. It has to be exclusive to the... Cool. I'm not saying you need to hear this, but I just want to clarify it for people that will will also be scoring their rookies. I guess the only... Well, this is where I need to draw a line myself, right? Uh, What if the lower-end model also has this new sensor and the app is also available on the I think that's fine. on the lower end model do i get the point or not that's debatable yeah, you do you do it's okay. new it's i think that's fine wait say that again an app that is new so even if so if there's a new brand new apple watch se that also has this feature that federico still gets the point i think that's perfectly fine 
So primarily, I'm thinking that this app will not be available to the existing Apple Watches, the Series 3, 4, and 5, right? This app will be exclusive to the Series 6, the new one. However, okay. in the context of what if there's also the second new 2020 Apple Watch that is the lower-end model, and that model also gets this new app, do I get the point or not? That's, I think the the way it's written now, I don't think you would. I think we should make an amendment to the pick, which is that there will be a new built-in application for the Apple for the new for a new Apple Watch that has not existed on a previous Apple Watch. Like, oh, we could just say a new Apple Watch has at least one new built-in application because of an exclusive feature. Yeah, yeah, that could yep. work. Okay, okay, you wanna you wanna tweak that? Yeah, I will do the tweaking because I, and I mean, you can okay. agree, Federico. But yeah, so I think one of the new, one of the new... Um, there you go. A new Apple Watch has at least one new built-in application because of an exclusive feature of this watch. Because of an, an exclusive feature not found on existing watches, I think is more clear. Then you change the wording again, too. Uh, this is a, this is we're, we're all working together on this. This is this is why we use Google Docs because it is instantly okay. A new Apple Watch has at least one new built-in app because of an exclusive feature not found on existing watches. Not found on existing watches. Yes. Yeah, I I think it's it's risky enough. You know, I, saying that Apple is working on new built-in apps, I think it's always quite risky itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't have any, like, we haven't heard any specifics and we haven't seen any leaks in terms of, like, uh, what's this new sensor going to be exactly. So, uh, a new Apple Watch stuff, you know, uh, because you don't have cases, right, for the Apple Watch, that stuff doesn't leak. Like, the art, the hardware design and the internals of the watch, uh, it's very hard to come by schematics for Apple Watch leaks and that kind of stuff. Well, it's like we have, we were completely surprised by the Apple Watch's new features Exactly. Last year. Exactly. Nobody knew about the always-on or anything. Yeah. We'd actually given up on it. Yeah, so a new built-in app. I think think that's that's what's going to happen. And of course, um, uh, this does... I do not get the point if one of the existing apps gets renamed, I think. Agreed. Yeah, that's true. Because that that, that doesn't hit that next part, right? Exactly. If ECG and heart rate get merged into a single heart app for the watch, I do not get the point. Because those are existing things, just changed their names. Yeah, and, and you would assume that that would find its way onto the other watches that exactly. have those sensors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, the second part of this, the the exclusive feature, kind of helps enforce yeah. the, the point on that. So that's the end of the point scoring Oof. rounds. Uh, so we move into the, the inaugural flexies round. So just as a reminder, the loser of the flexies part of the competition uh, will need to make a donation to a charity of the winner's choice based upon how many flexies they get wrong. Shall I just do my entire list of five? And, and All right, okay. That's what I thought. We would each just get do all five of ours, and we could just talk about them as we go. So, uh, well, this is interesting. <laughs> One of my flexies is details of a new iPad mini, so... Mm. We're going down together on this one. So, and it is worth pointing out that the flexies are just, they're completely detached from the other ones. So we can make picks like that. 
Uh, another one is that someone will wash their hands during the presentation. <laughs> so I like that. Let me visualize this. This is like someone is washing their hands and then they turn and they're like, oh, hi, didn't see you there. And they're just rinsing their hands. I don't feel it that way, but I would like that. It was more as in like, oh, look at me demoing the 20 second ah, okay. countdown thing of WatchOS 7. But, okay. but yes, also that would count and I would like that even more. Kevin Lynch comes out of a bathroom <laughs> stall. He's like, oh, yes, exactly. hello. Yes. <laughs> a new non-pro iPad gets the second-gen Apple Pencil. Ah, okay. okay. Right? If they're all getting flat sides, then it would be wild and not to. And you're all getting yeah. pencils. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Watch OS 7 gets a software feature we haven't seen yet. So, Federico, me and you, mm. we're on a wave okay. there. Okay, right? okay. And we get no specific date for <laughs> iOS 14 launching during the presentation. <laughs> our friend has returned. Down the in the loser's bracket, <laughs> we see this peak again. <laughs> I think it's possible that I could win the Rickies and horrifically lose the Flexies. I think this that is might a real be chance, where I, I end up going. <laughs> All right. Mine are Jaws wears a non-solid colored shirt. <laughs> Wait, what? Jaws wears... Yeah. Uh, so what's Jaws the wears wild that he... shots. That's his thing, right? Yeah, you know, Phil Schiller wears like all green or all blue. Tim Cook wears all black, right? Or whatever. Jaws goes paisley all the time. Okay. Yeah, okay. or like Hawaiian or something. Mm-hmm. So, a non-solid colored shirt. Okay. The event looks mostly like WWDC. Not all on stage in the theater, but using different parts of the campus or the outside world. Hmm. Outside world, huh? hmm. doesn't yeah. look that safe in California right now. Well, outside well, can also be inside if you're at Apple Park. Right. Yeah. Okay. That, that's, right. A, that's a very good sentence. Okay. They have an outside inside. Number three. Apple somehow sets expectations for when the iPhone will be announced. Ah, sort of like, see you soon, wink, wink at the end? Yes. Okay. In fact, in my mind, it's, hey, we'll see you in a few weeks talking about the iPhone. Like, just mm, say it. Okay. They because should like say we talked it. about earlier, yep. that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Number four, the removal of 3D touch in watchOS is framed as the inclusion of haptic touch. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> We've not taken anything away. We've I, added. I, the removal of 3D touch. I, I don't understand Okay, this. so they're going to do, in my mind again, they're doing a demo. And like, oh, and now with haptic touch, this is even easier. All right, so first of all, it's called force touch. Whatever, whatever it's called. The terrible thing they're taking out. The removal of force touch 3D. It's not mm-hmm. called Force Touch Extreme. Okay. Force Touch A- 3D Extreme. Force Touch HD. Okay. <laughs> In what is, oh, so the, you're saying that they're, they're going to say, and now we, we have even more. Oh, okay. Okay. But wait, doesn't it already have haptic touch? Not on six. I was actually just trying it out. Like if I rest my finger on the screen, nothing's happening. Ah, okay, okay, I see what you mean. So that they're going to do the thing where you long press and it's like on the iPhone where it's not 3D touch, but it fakes with the... the, um, It's called force touch, dude. Come on. Yeah, okay, I get it. So it's (laughs) more... uh, Your flexi is more about the... Like the way they're gonna frame it, like yes, okay, 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 okay. yeah, I get it. Yeah, not that they're doing it, but like how they approach it. Okay, I get it. Mine are all very meta, by the way. Like my, all, almost all of mine are about the event itself. Are, yes, yeah. I noticed. Okay, uh, and the last one is Apple will preview fall Apple TV Plus content. Okay, yeah. Uh, do they have any? Well, there's like season two of a bunch of stuff that's coming. Now, some of that production got delayed because of COVID, yeah. but. At least for all mankind is now back shooting. So for they all could, mankind they could will be good. It. The morning show 
very unlikely, but they've also they also have other content that they've purchased. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not even necessarily season two, but just a preview of fall Apple TV Plus content. The reason I put it here and not us an iPhone event next month or whenever that's going to be is that iPad plus Apple Watch feels a little thin. And I think if they're going to do sound stuff like head pods or new home pod, that would be with the phone. And so I was like, what else is kind of floating out there that they could put in with this? And I, I just snatched Apple TV. What about of. the Macintosh? That's a different thing. Totally could different they put, thing. But like, I mean, you know, I'm just going to say. No, it's too soon. Big Sur is nowhere near ready. And right, but you don't they have... said the end of the year. That's not September. I'm not sure why people think that you have to ship things immediately. I'm not really sure why. Well, they're not going to, they're not going to, why would they take stage time on September 15th to say the new MacBook Air with Apple Silicon is going to come out November 30th? Like, yeah, it's going to be later. I'm not saying they will do it. I'm just not saying they won't do it. They're not going to. I'm saying they're not doing it. Okay. Make that your sixth flexi then. Not a flexi. (laughs) Make it. I'll put, you know what? I'm going to put it as a six flexi, Michael. You can have six. Go on. Minimum five. You can have as many as you want. Will not unveil additional details about the release you know that by adding more if you keep losing more then you owe more money yeah but that's I'm how that's how right. confident he feels okay so you know this is about this is the flexi part isn't it this is what you're flexing you yeah. like i'm so smart okay that i'm yeah. willing to put money on the line all right i'm going yeah. to put money where my flexing is yeah true flex but okay okay Sure. Okay. That one slaps. All right, Federico, take us home. My flexes are the following. The new iPad Air will support the Magic Keyboard. I really do feel like they want to make more money out of that thing, which is quite expensive to say the least. And the iPad Air will likely come with the smart connector, so why not? Right? I think it's a year too soon, but... We'll see. But I think... I I support the flex. I I think, you know... They, I really do believe that they like the money coming in from the Magic Keyboards on the iPad Pro. And uh, there could be a nicer balance between the iPad Air being a cheaper device and the Magic Keyboard for the Air also being slightly cheaper. So it's not like you would end up in a situation well, where... Well, let me, let me posit this one thing to you. Sure. What if they're aware of the fact that they're selling more iPad Pros because right. of the Magic Keyboard? Right, that's the risk. That's the risk. Right. So And so they make much more money that way. Yeah. It's like uh, they held the smart keyboard off for a while. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But I also feel like it would be it would be kind of strange if the iPad Air is getting the iPad Pro design, but it doesn't get... Yeah, I, I guess it can go well, both... Well, but it could get a Folio-designed keyboard yeah, instead of the current one. Maybe, maybe. So this is a... This is a passionate flexi, I think. It's a passion flex. It's oh a passion boy. flex. Uh, it's yeah. something you don't want to oh. see in real life. Uh, the, <laughs> the second flexi is Apple launches a new subscription service for virtual fitness classes. This has been mm-hmm. rumored before uh, on Bloomberg. Uh, it, this uh, fitness service should also be become part eventually of the Apple One bundle that German reported on a few weeks ago and I think I mean this is the perfect idea for 2020 right everybody's staying home now you can follow virtual fitness classes on your phone iPad and Apple TV I think it makes sense and I would like to say that this is going to be the Apple music presentation of 2020 
they're going to spend way too much time showing it off. Yes. And it's, the, you know, like Stephen, you were wondering, what are they going to fill time with? They're going to show us six different exercise classes. That's yeah. what they're going to do. Yeah. And uh, I think it makes perfect sense in the context of the activity app becoming uh, fitness. It's now been renamed as fitness. And oddly enough, right now, the fitness app only has two tabs at the bottom, which is kind of weird. It feels kind of odd and empty. And obviously that's because I really believe like a new uh, fitness plus or whatever it is called tab will slot in nicely right there in the middle so that you can take your virtual classes. Um, the third one, I believe Apple will start showcases, showcasing at least one new feature coming in either I should say iOS or iPadOS 14.1. So Interesting. T- taking the opposite approach of Michael here and saying not only are they wrapping up work on iOS 14, they're done. They're going to give us a release date. They're also going to say something, and this is also coming in, in 14.1. And I wouldn't, put a pa- I wouldn't put past them to actually say there's a beta of 14.1. Or maybe they will not see it. What do you think this would be? Do you have any idea? I'm just intrigued. Uh, I don't have any ideas myself. I could see them reinstating some of the files stuff that they showcased last year and never put back. Uh, Like, for example, the ability to pin files. Uh, That still hasn't found its way back to iOS and iPadOS. It was announced at WWDC 2019, uh, and then it was removed. Um, mm-hmm. or the virtual fitness classes could also be 14.1. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that they are saving some stuff for the... They're wrapping up work on 14, and they're saving, saving some stuff for 14.1. Uh, it's something that happened before. We, we've seen them do this before. We've seen them actually... Uh, I think also last year maybe they did this, or was it iOS 12, where they give us the GM for the 0.0 version. This was 13. This but was also 13. the beta for 0.1. Because uh, it was super... Everyone was on the beta for 13.1 and it, and like it was difficult to get back onto yeah. the GM of yeah. 13. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and the fourth pick, uh, sort of uh, along the lines of Steven, at least one segment of the keynote will be shot inside Apple's own fitness labs. So the fancy gym that they have where especially you know in the context of the apple watch and if they do announce the fitness uh, service i think they're gonna show it off right and we took yes, all these tests and all this m- uh, machinery and equipment that we have and we m- took hundreds of studies and what yeah and i'm sure they're very like happy and proud to show off the exactly. amazing fitness center right from from the f- uh, from the uh, few photos and and videos that we got in previous years it looked incredible so uh did they do they, they do have a swimming pool inside right i don't know i'm that. sure they do wow i think they cool. showed it off i think they did show it off yeah anyway um and lastly ios 14 launches in september I do think that will give us a release date, and I will. I can actually. This is this is not part of the flexes, but I will give you my personal non-flexy opinion. <laughs> and it's just an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's either going to be the twenty-third or the thirtieth. One of the two. If they want to be That's super aggressive, the twenty-third. If they want to be slightly more chill about it, 
the end of the month, the last day of the month. I think it's going to be a Wednesday. And uh, I think it should either the 23rd or the 30th. But that's not part of the Flexi. The Flexi itself is iOS 14 is coming out in September. That is just mine. Yeah. I think that does it. I think we, we, we did it. I think we've picked everything that can be picked. We have flexied. We have rickied. If you want to find show notes this week to the stories we spoke about, head on over to the website, relay.fm slash connected slash 311. While you're there, you can send us an email with feedback or follow-up, especially if that feedback or follow-up confirms that I'm right about backhose. So send that on. But please just send that to Stephen. Uh, yes, it's my email. It's... I don't, I don't need any more backhoe propaganda. Thank you. This is weird, but my email is actually mike at relay.fm. It's like a secret identity thing. Yeah. Yeah. While you're on that page, you can also become a member to get connected pro. No ads, longer show. It's super awesome. Uh, you can find us all online. Mike is on Twitter at I-M-Y-K-E, Mr. I-Mike over there. Mike, name a show on a different network that you don't host. <laughs> This is getting cheekier by the week. <laughs> <laughs> my brother, my brother, and me. Okay. Mike is not part of that show in any way. You can find Federico on Twitter. It's Vitici, V-I-T-I-C-C-I. He is the editor-in-chief of MacStories.net, where you can read about uh, computers and stuff. Can I also name something? Can I also name something every week? Uh, yes. Um, I also want to start naming something. What, I'm gonna okay. I, I'm gonna ask you questions to get to know you better. Federico, what's your favorite color? Uh, red. Yes, red. Yeah. Okay, oh, that makes sense. Why? What? Why does it make sense? Because the website's red. Pasta sauce is red. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> no, I just needed to think about it, but it does make sense. Okay. You can find me on Twitter as ISMH and my writing over at five twelve pixels dot net. September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. We are raising money for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Learn more and donate stjude.org slash relay. I'd like to thank our sponsors for this week's episode, Squarespace, Mint Mobile, and Pingdom. Until next time, guys, say goodbye. Arrivederci. Cheerio. Bye, y'all.